0: We are taking a trip down memory lane here on this episode of Off Trail with Luke and Chandler. I'm Luke. I'm Chandler. And this is Off Trail. You know, we've done a lot of episodes um, of this podcast, Mm -hmm. and we've never done something like what we want to do now. Yeah. You know, we're not out here to discuss some controversial topic or, you know, philosophize on the, the meaning of life. We're just going to, like, reminisce a little bit. Yeah. You know? And I like reminiscing. We were trying to figure out another good episode that we could do, and it just hit me. I was like, what have been some of your favorite memories out shooting? Dude, I've got a lot. I, I mean, I do, too. Yeah, And it's it's hard to, like, you know, just choose only some. Mm-hmm. But, but this would be just a fun episode. You know, it's... Like you mentioned, like we we haven't actually done a ton of like storytelling. Yeah, on this show, it's been a lot of other things, and and so like this would be a good like intro to that in a way. So, you guys listening, watching at home will get a hear some of the backstory, like some of our favorite trips and memories that we've gotten to have on this entire adventure that we've been on yeah. in the last year and a half. Yeah. So, it'll be it'll be fun. Yeah. And just for us, it's casual, relaxed, and be a good time. Yeah. So. Yep, it is. So I'm gonna hand it off to you first. Okay. Why don't you
1: share with us one of your favorite times that you've been out Ooh, shooting? Are we going most favorite? Or are we not starting there? I'm gonna let you choose. You know what? I don't think I'm gonna go most favorite. I think I'm gonna start. Maybe we'll just kind of go through the year. I don't know. There's a there's there's, oof. You know there, there's a lot. We did a lot of stuff. We did last year. 2022 is wild. It was it was insane. Yeah and it's honestly it's hard to we were trying to narrow this down to maybe our our top three or top four times out shooting and And it just i have like eight yeah same eight nine like it just started piling up really fast and i'm sure if i thought harder i could think of more um but i think my my first one that i'm going to talk about is um my experience at bequa falls oh god yeah and i know you kind of are you know, salty you, about you've this got one. a little salty jealous rage about this but I, it's funny thing, i wasn't even anticipating
0: this yeah it didn't, it didn't even come to mind well that's why i said and, I was and like, you said i'm like yeah it makes sense but
1: i hate that you're gonna bring this yeah, up again yeah and you'll hear probably why um here in just a second but so beacle falls big waterfall in oregon um pretty tricky to get to um but i went there on a trip to Oregon for about 10 days back in February to March of last year, so pretty much exactly a year ago, and I went out there with my good friend Bryce Stockerty, and we drove out there. He flew in, so long story short, he flew into Utah. He's from Illinois. He flew into Utah on a, uh, I believe it was a Monday. Flew into Utah on a Monday, stayed with me while I, like, worked some days in the week because I didn't want to use all my time off on this trip, but we, he still wanted to come out here. So he came in on Monday, stayed at my place for a couple days, um, had a little rental car and stuff, and him and his girlfriend who also came out here, they went and did a few things, and um, I think on Wednesday, we left Salt Lake City and drove out to Oregon. Um, took us a, you know, it's a 15-hour drive, so... Took a little bit to get out there. Um, oh, I got to sneeze, kind of, as usual. Just
0: ruining the flow. I mean, <coughs> you had me hooked, and now these sneezes <coughs>
1: just doesn't work for me, man. I know. Oh, okay. We're good. So, go out to Oregon. We stop at the, uh, the southern point of Oregon, uh, Samuel H. Boardman area. Checked it out. Was there for a few days. Super cool place. Drove up north and one of our main spots that we were going to was Abiqua Falls. And the, the day before, or I think the day of that we went to Abiqua Falls, we woke up in the morning and it had been sunny and like really nice weather for two days. And then on the third day, the day, the day that we were going to drive out to Abiqua Falls, it started raining. This big storm came in. The storm didn't leave up or it didn't let up for another week. So it just it just hung around. But yeah, it started started raining real bad. Storm, you know, it's Oregon, rains all the time. And uh, we get out to where Abiqua Falls is. We drive down to the start of the trailhead. We start hiking down. It's all muddy. It's super rainy. We're getting soaked to the bone. And we remember this is in February. So, and it had kind of, it had somewhat freshly snowed in Oregon. I mean, it wasn't like, it was probably, I don't know, three or four days prior to us being there. So there were little bits of frost and snow still on the ground. But we get down into the canyon, and this is one of the first times that I had ever really seen um, the, uh, you know, you get a lot of these kind of stringy, mossy-looking trees in Oregon. It's the first time I had ever seen anything like that. So immediately it was like, oh, my gosh, this is this is amazing. You know, like I I all of a sudden had walked into another world. A lot of the same feelings that I get when we got to uh, southern Utah I got when I was here. And just these trees alone, I was like, this is this is ins- something I had never experienced before in my life. And we go and we walk through the uh along the side of the river and we go around the corner. And there's a bequa falls. And I don't know how tall Abiqua Falls is, but h- how tall would you say? Like
0: uh I don't know, 30 feet?
1: 30, 40, something like that. Yeah,
0: somewhere around there. It's a
1: good know. size waterfall. Just an estimate. Yeah. And Actually, I feel like it might be a little bit taller, maybe closer to 50, 60. I don't, yeah, I don't know sure. exactly, but it's, it's a big waterfall. And we come around the corner, and there is, I, I, I don't even know. There is so much water in, coming off of this waterfall. It, it, like, I, I can't, it, it was so loud. It's the loudest, most powerful waterfall I've ever seen in my life. And if you don't know Bequa Falls, it kind of sits in this bowl um, you know that's been carved out by the, by the water. And there's all these like kind of um, cylindrical kind of shapes in the in the wall that kind of look like like octagons almost. Like they're 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 really crazy looking. They almost look like stuff you see in Iceland. And those walls are covered in ice, and the waterfall's pounding down. It's blowing mist everywhere. You know we're hundred feet from the waterfall. And we're getting blasted by the power of the waterfall. It's I mean it's insane. It's so loud we can barely talk to each other. And it's raining. It's also like kind of snowing, so it was just like I, I don't. I don't even know how to explain. Like I don't have words. There, there have not been many times in my life where. And I just, you're, you're, Somebody's a little jealous. Um, it's okay. You've been to places that I haven't been to. That I've been like, dude. Yeah. You've got some. You've got some spots. So. Yeah. But it's a little different when it's the
0: same spot, and you have. The most majestic conditions you could ever ask for. Yeah. And
1: then I have my experience. <laughs> Which I think it's worth talking about your experience. Yeah. But anyways, it's it's amazing. It's like, I, I don't even know how this magical, like, fantasy land even exists on Earth. Like, it just, it feels like, I don't know, I mean, I... I I was going to say, I've never been more giddy in my life about a location, but then we would find out about four months later that there was something that would top it, which we'll talk about later in this episode, but that was one of the coolest, coolest experiences of my entire life, um, and it was so cool getting to share that with with Bryce, um, who's become such a good friend of mine, um, you know, we he comes out here every six months or so, and you know, we go on a little trip and whatnot, and super fun getting to hang out with him, and um yeah, that was a super cool experience. What's funny about it, too, is I don't know that I, like, I think this was one of, the, one of the first times that I'd ever had experience like this where I didn't go crazy with photos. Like, I got photos there, but I didn't, like, the next spot we'll talk about, the one that I think tops this, like, I went wild with photos. But I had the same kind of feeling at Abiqua Falls as I did the other spot, but Abiqua Falls, I didn't really go crazy with photos. I was just so like, what is this place? Like this is amazing. I was so in awe of the location. I didn't. Even get, I was. I was like, I'll try to get some photos, but it's. I can't even focus on the photos because I'm so excited about everything that's going on here. So it was just perfect combination of, of conditions and location and time of year and, yeah, it was it was amazing. It's one of my favorite favorite experiences from last year. And then there's my experience, and then there's there. yours, which I kind of feel bad about. Honestly, like it really, when you told me about it, I was like really bummed. Cause I like, I was, I was so excited for you to go have that same experience. Like, I, I was like, yes, he's gonna go finally experience the same thing that I did. And he's gonna have the exact same feelings. And he's gonna, he's, we're, you know, we're gonna be able to share that. And you didn't, you didn't at all. And I kind of feel bad about it.
0: Yeah, it was. Um, I guess to put it most bluntly, the complete opposite.
1: Mm-hmm. It was. <laughs> it's just. I, it was one of the most terrifying nightmares I've ever heard. Just of somebody having. <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah, that it's just it was a comedy. Yeah, is what it was. You know, I I had gone up to Oregon for like a week long road trip. Um, when was this? End of September, twenty twenty two. Uh, with my girlfriend, and um, Abiqua Falls is one of our stops. And I came in, and thinking this is going to be amazing. Yeah. I've saw Chandler's experience of this. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm preparing myself for the moment. Yeah, that I'm going to have down there. Abiqua Falls was in my profile picture on Instagram for a long time. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, all over the place. Like I'm ready for a spiritual experience. Yeah, that's a good and, way to describe what. And I had. Yeah. boy,
0: did I get one. Oh yeah, you did. So. You know, going into this, I I didn't, and it's funny, because this is like, I didn't actually have it on my list, but this is one of my favorite memories of shooting, Mm -hmm. and truthfully, like, you know, not that I I took a bunch of photos, but like, those photos all suck, Yeah, as you'll find out, but like, it's still one of my favorite memories. Mm -hmm. And so, going into the trip, I really didn't like research this a ton, because you told me everything about it, Yeah, you know? I knew that going in, you know, you end up going down the trail. There's a rope that help you get down a steeper section.
1: Yeah, it's somewhat, in- in, you know, it's short, but it's somewhat intense. Yeah, so. like
0: I knew, I knew there's a rope that's going to help you how to get down. It's a long little creek, and you just walk back, and mm-hmm. and it's in this little bowl. I knew everything I knew what I thought was everything about it. Yeah. So we get there, and it's you know late summer, so it's not like cold. It's not like crazy warm. It's comfortable, very yeah. comfortable, and. Um, it's we, almost the
1: exact opposite time of year that I was there yeah so.
0: Um, and so we uh, start down the trail and it's me my girlfriend and her dog and um, it was a little mini golden doodle so about 30 pounds and um, we we start down the trail we get to the spot where we're like oh it looks really steep like I know it looks a little more than I thought it was gonna be but it's doable like we could mm-hmm. do it um, and so we just start Going down towards the rope section, and I'm like the whole time I'm like, yeah, this is the way we need to be going.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, right before we get to like the rope itself, um, there is you know, where one of us steps on like a, a hornet's nest, whatever whatever type of bee burrows in the ground or whatever. Yeah, we kick one of those up. So now we're on the edge of what is basically a a big cliff Mm -hmm. with a a narrow trail. I mean, it's a 30, 40-foot drop. I don't know what it was. Yeah. Um, Just down a hill. And, like, there's not much room for error. Yeah. And now we have bees attacking us. Yeah. You know, um, they're coming after me. They're coming after my girlfriend. Um, They start getting after the dog. Mm -hmm. And my girlfriend loved her dog very much. Yeah. And so once the bees started getting after the dog, she started freaking out. Yeah. So, it's bedlam, all that. <laughs> um, and so, eventually, it gets to the point, you know, um, my girlfriend slips. She gets mud up. She cuts herself. She's bleeding a little bit, getting stung. Um, I pick the dog up to try and move a little faster. Um, so, now, I got the dog in my arms. And you know, it's not a tiny dog. It's not a huge dog, but it's... it's got
1: 35 it 35 pounds
0: or so. It takes up both my arms, you yeah. know. And once I pick this thing up, The bees start getting me in my sides, and both my arms are, you know, busy holding the dog, so I literally can't, I'm just taking it, like, (laughs) just sting after sting, I'm just like, getting just destroyed by these bees. You know, we get down, like, a little lower, eventually kind of get past that section, get the dog back on the ground, you know, we see, like, the dog got stung, like, on its eyes, like, right in between, Mm. starting to get a little swollen. Again, girlfriend's freaking out because of all this. Um, and I'm right there thinking, I'm like, what am I going to do about this? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it was just... It's
1: chaos. Chaos. Yeah.
0: Um, and so we're now at the rope section. And we had brought a little backpack for the dog to especially help with like that portion. So I go down initially first, just put my backpack, my camera bag down at the bottom, come back up, get the dog on my back so my girlfriend doesn't have to do it she can just go down mm-hmm. a little easier right before we start going down um she's trying to put like her phone in a uh, back little backpack she had and a water bottle and i was like hey, wait, just give me your, i'll put my your phone in my pocket so do that and i kid you not 15 20 seconds right after that she drops the bag and the bag goes tumbling down the hill And you just hear (laughs) boing, 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 because the water (laughs) bottle is just hitting rocks or whatever. And it's like, okay, well, thankfully your phone wasn't in that bag. Yeah. So that's all the way at the bottom now. So we get down, whatever, get to the river. We have to walk a quarter mile through this river, the Mm -hmm. creek, like we, now we're not only muddy from all all the antics before, yeah. But now we're just soaking wet. Mm-hmm. My boots, my so waterproof boots, are all just filled with water. My, I think I had sweatpants on at the time. They're just soaked. Yeah. So now we're just soaked, muddy, all this stuff. We get around to the final corner. I'm like, oh, it's right there. I'm I'm stoked for this. Yeah. Like this is my moment. Yeah. And it's a trickle. It's a little tiny stream. There's like no water that's coming off of this waterfall. Yeah. And You know, I should have figured because it's late September. Yeah. But there's basically nothing. Yeah. It's the saddest waterfall I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And when I've seen your (laughs) stuff and it's just this epic, majestic scene, I'm like. You almost think you're in the wrong place. Yeah. (laughs) And so then we walk up to like the little pool that was there. There's four guys there and we start chatting with them. And as we come up, they see we're dirty, muddy. We got dirt on our face and everything. We look. We literally looked like we'd been through a war zone. Yeah. You know, and we just walked down this trail. So the first thing those guys say to us, and it turns out they were actually Mormon missionaries, ironically enough. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's like, I leave Utah, go all the way up to, like, you know, Central Oregon, meet some Mormons. Yep.
1: You find our people. Yeah, they're everywhere. My people.
0: But the first thing they say to us is like, wow, you guys uh, look like you've been through something. And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we have. And they're like, well, did you take the easy way or the hard way? And I was like, Is it the, there's an easy way. <laughs> and, and, it, and it turns out that there's two different ways you can go. Yeah. Both of them have ropes, mm-hmm. which again, because I knew there was a rope, I just figured we were on the right path. Yeah. The other way had a rope too. Yeah. And we went back up that way. Sure enough, piece of cake. Yeah. I mean, the entire experience was something that, one, I'll never forget, but was the complete
1: opposite of what you had. Yeah, and it's funny, too, because, you know, I remember your girlfriend was like, why didn't you know about all this stuff? And it's like... I was like, I I thought I knew everything to know. I thought I knew everything, too, but it's like, when I was there in the winter, the the bees weren't active. Yeah. It's winter. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, you know, we it's funny, because, like, we had got to the top of the trail that you guys, the hard trail that you guys did go down. But when we got to the top of it, we were like, I don't know about this. You know, it was all rainy and muddy. We're like, eh, I don't know. We, we had, we're we like, "We there's got to be a, a different way. There has to be. Like, we've seen pictures of it. This doesn't look like it's it. So we backed up. We actually ended up finding the easier way. And so, like, we almost, it, it, it's so funny just how opposite of experiences yeah. we had. So. I mean,
0: it was, again, like, simultaneously, like, an amazing moment yeah. to have like through that whole thing but also just like the worst moment.
1: Yeah. there, There is a kind of a funny lesson to be taken from here too in, in terms of like when you're... It, it, I, the lesson is to check all trails before you do a trail to see that every review mentions the bees. Yes. Yep. There, yep. There is that. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, there's that and then there's also like if you're going to a location, be mindful of the time of year that you're going because you were going based on like the winter time, you know, like facts about this place in the winter time, things that you need to know about the winter time in, in Oregon, and you took those into summer without really realizing that like, I don't know, we're used to the desert. There's not that much of of a difference, you know. Yeah, like it's all typically the same. Rookie mistake. Yeah, rookie mistake. But
0: but yeah, so like it's kind of funny we have opposite stories of the same place.
1: Yeah. And, and then Scott went like a few weeks ago and had the exact Dude, same I experience. Dude, I swear, literally everyone goes, and I see <laughs> it.
0: And I'm like, come on, like, like I just, I wanted a sliver of that. You'll get your chance one day. It just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so there's a big Falls for everyone. I actually wasn't anticipating telling that story, but yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah. So I'll, we'll move on to one of my favorites, and it's a little more low key. I guess it's not as exciting. Yeah. But um, it's actually from i believe late 2021 and this story is um with our friends road dog mm-hmm. and cody updeck so oh, yeah there's a a morning we went up to brighton up in big cottonwood mm-hmm. to the silver lake mm-hmm. area in the winter and we walked behind like where the lake was and unbeknownst to us we really shouldn't have been back there i guess because it's just like a cross-country skiing thing in the winter hmm. and they don't want you walking on the path so but we were kind of off in the woods we weren't like where people are actually truly skiing but we spent the morning just like hanging out yeah you know we were on like what the docks in the back and it was just like an amazing morning yeah. to share with those two guys you know we got our drones out early um, and this was before like ski season like big ski season started uh, had started because like the, the, the resorts wasn't open yet, yeah. Um, but we were just like sitting on the dock. it's freezing cold, you know, just flying our drones, having fun, mm-hmm. just enjoying each other's company, really. yeah. Like I don't have a ton of amazing photos from that day, but like then we walked around like the wooded area. And we're just taking, like, portraits of each other and having just a fun time. Like, I have a fun photo of Cody, like, jumping up in the air, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this. I got one of my favorite shots of Road Dog ever. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, like, looking at the camera. Like, his hair is, like, like wavy in a certain way. It just It's a, a unique look to a photo. Yeah. Like, I wasn't even, like, truly intending on. But, like, it's my favorite shot of him. I yeah. think he just, he looks cool in it. It's a good shot. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Cody, being the weirdo that he is.
1: <laughs> I forgot about this. <laughs>
0: he he's into like murder mystery stuff. Yeah. You know? And so he wanted to take like a murder photo. So he had me walk out onto the frozen lake, you know, get down on my knees and Road Dog came behind me and pretended to basically kill me. <laughs> and 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 then I like, you know, <laughs> fell over onto the ice like on my side and, and Road Dog like walked back like, you know, epically, like he's a mobster, or whatever, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, like Cody was like, he has like a Fargo type of shot. Like, mm-hmm. and it's like, like to me, I'm like, yeah, dude, this is like awesome, you know? <laughs> and it's like, you know, it's, it was like the weirdest shoot I've ever been a part of. But like that whole morning with those two guys was oh. just, it was awesome, yeah,
1: that's fun,
0: you know and it's just it, it's it's for me a, like a lot of my memories are just people based yeah. it's like it's being out there with those guys and it's like just being able to hold on to that for forever yeah and like you know Cody's out in New York now mm-hmm. but like when he comes back, you know that conversation's coming back up. oh we're yeah. gonna tell that story oh absolutely and like to me that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's just a, it's a quick little story to share with everyone. That wasn't something epic, crazy that we did. It's just like, I mean, that was 30 minutes from our house. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was local. And just one of my favorite mornings we've ever gotten to, mm-hmm. to share with someone. So
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I, yeah, I miss Cody. Yeah, I, I miss Cody. He's a good dude. Yeah, he is. So, um, before we uh, go
0: on to the next round of stories... Let's reset the camera real quick. Let's do Yeah, that one's good. You got the big boy out. Yep.
1: Okay, you got another one for us. I do, yes. So um, I was going to tell a different version of the story, but th- there's there's kind of a lot of... <sighs> so we did... Okay, so we did a, a trip down to um, kind of the Utah-Arizona border area with a ton of people. Um And there are different points on this trip where we we uh, several of us kind of split off, and some of us did our own things. And so I have like three or four different stories from this trip that I that I love. It's it's hard to really pick one. Um, You know, there's there's one story where uh, me and Taylor Dalton went out to go shoot astrophotography. Um, We left camp in the middle of the night. We just took our sleeping bags and. We went and climbed some hills set up our cameras and and while we were taking time lapses and stuff we just climbed our sleeping bags and took a nap for 30 minutes and middle of the night it's in April it's cold it's like 30 degrees and we're just hanging out you know just me and Taylor all night long sitting on top of a, a mountain um, it's like there's you know there's that and then the following night um, we had moved locations uh, across the border into Arizona and we had been shooting all day long and super fun. We had a big group out here, like 15, 16 people or so. And I mean, that was super fun getting to run around this spot. We had a really cool sky that night and you know, everybody was trying to get compositions and it was just, it was a blast, a lot of fun. But that night we had set up a fire and we were all sitting around the fire, just chatting and stuff and eating and, just hanging out, and um, it kind of got to be time where the Milky Way was starting to come out, but it wasn't quite out, because it was kind of cloud cover, and um, we ended up just going out to shoot anyways. We're like, I don't know, we'll we'll figure something out, so we took some drones out, and I know you have a story that's kind of like this, but uh, we took a drone out. It was me, Taylor Dalton, Joe Milk, um, Ben Thire, Derek, um, Derek Aldana, and then... I think that may have been all. I feel like there was one other person there, but I can't think of who it was. But we all went out, we were trying to do this like light painting stuff with this drone. And it was just pure insanity. Like Derek was flying the drone in wild circles and stuff, and we're all like yelling at Derek to like just fly it straighter. Fly it more current. Like we're we're screaming at him. He's screaming back at us. We're all trying to get shots. Nobody really got any shots that were like actually like super good. Except for Joe Milk, of course, because Cause he's a stud. Because he's a stellar photographer. Um, you know, the other guy, they made it work. I, I kind of gave up on the ones that I got, but it was just such a wild, fun night. There, you know, Taylor got a couple videos of it and stuff, and everybody's just screaming at each other. And not like because we're mad, we're just like, we're dying. We're, like, we're laughing so hard because it's just this drone, like, it has a light strap to the bottom of it. So, like, none of the sensors are working. So it's like almost hitting rocks and stuff, and it's just pure chaos in the middle of the night. But it was one of the funnest nights of my life, and I don't know. I, I just that group of guys. I mean, there's a lot of guys that we do stuff with. It's just it's just so much fun, you know. And like I didn't get any shots that night. I left that night without any photos that like I liked or were even usable. But it was still one of my favorite nights of the year. Like it was so much fun. So. Yeah,
0: I remember you guys going on that trip. I didn't, I wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. I was in Moab. I was going say, I think you were
1: on another trip. Yeah. But, uh,
0: yeah, it looked like a lot of fun. Great group. I mean, I know yeah. all those people now. Mm-hmm. You know, at the time I'd, I hadn't met a couple of them still, but mm-hmm. that, now that I know everyone, I was like that would have been a lot of fun. It was a blast for yeah. sure. So, yeah, bummed to miss out on that one. But so you had kind of teased a, a story that I was going to share. Yeah. And, um, that is a story that I, I have with Joe Milk, um, and again, Road Dog. Yeah, Road Dog apparently is in all my best stories. Um,
1: Only the best, best people for the yeah, best stories. Yeah,
0: he's just the man. Yeah, love that dude. Um, but we took a trip out to Flaming Gorge, mm. which is in northeastern Utah. It's um, just the three of us. We decided we we're going to go out there for a weekend. We get to the spot that we were camping at, and um, I had arrived a little before they did, so I'm just kind of hanging up. Then we go around sunset. We go shoot like the main like bend in the the like the canyon that's there. I forget I things Red Canyon maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just there for sunset. And we're all flying our drones. J- Jordan ends up flying his drone straight into a tree. And it's just sitting up there, you know, twenty feet up in the air. Yeah. Well, he climbs a tree to go get it. He he. We're on the edge of basically this cliff. Yeah. And he's suddenly twenty feet up in the air in this tree oh my gosh. to go retrieve his drone. <laughs> I think he,
1: I vaguely remember you telling me about yeah. this. Actually, I forgot about he it. Just, but.
0: He just flew it right in there, and then he's like, "Oh, I guess I'm going to yeah. go get it." Never and done so that before. He just scales up this tree. And it's not like a an easy tree. It's like fairly tight. It's a pine tree. There's yeah. a bunch of branches coming off it. And he just has to figure out a way up. He's a little guy. So yeah. yeah. He just <laughs> he just goes up and gets it. You know? One of the one of the stories of the trip. And then yeah. um, you know, the next morning we all hop in my car to go to a sunrise spot. We're leaving camp and we're driving slow along the road. It's dark out, and I'm like, well. I wonder what this area looks like around us. So I turned on my ditch lights. A sea of eyes appears around us. Oh, my gosh. We were we were in the middle of an entire herd of elk. And when I turned those lights on, they're all just like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like staring at us. And oh it's like, whoa, s- hello, guys. That is
1: horrifying. You know? Like,
0: yeah. they're just right there. Yeah. And had I never turned my ditch lights on, I never would have seen them. Yeah. Yeah, i was going slow enough, so it wasn't going to matter. Like, it wasn't going to really do anything. But yeah. Like, that was crazy. And then we leave after that day where we decide we want to go to, like, somewhere in, like, I guess maybe, like, central Wyoming, Mm -hmm. sort of. Um, And so we're like, oh, there's some sand in here. We're going to go up there. We're driving up there, and we end up, you know, on this trail that feels like it's in the middle of nowhere. And we see this big rock in the distance. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking, like, just like a, a, a rock. It, it's like this massive thing. It's like a monolith. You can see it from, you know, 25 miles away. Yeah. And we're and I radioed the guys. I was like, Hey guys, what's that? <laughs> like we had no idea what this was. And yeah. we're like, I was like, uh, we're stopping, right? <laughs> it's like, we're, we're going to check that out. And oh my gosh. so sure enough, we go and check it out. It was amazing. Yeah. We ended up camping there later that night. Um, and then, you know, night comes, we're camping at this place. And we decide we wanna try do some light painting with the drone. Mm-hmm. But we don't have like the right light that you normally use when you do that with the drone. Yeah, We only have like my little aperture, like mini lights. Yeah, And there's no way to like attach it to this drone. Mm-hmm. So being the bright engineers that we are, you know, I have a half a semester of engineering under my belt. <laughs> being the right engineers we were, we devised a harness for this light out of duct tape that we would duct tape to Jordan's <laughs> drone. And so and this thing didn't look professional whatsoever. Yeah. But it got the light on there. Yeah. So we used it. We took off. He starts flying. And um, we don't know if it's because, like, the way of the light or something. But, like, it just wasn't going to work. And you couldn't really see, like, the rock at all because it was just too big and too dark. Like there's yeah. no way to get all of it lit up. Hmm. And so we're like, yeah, I guess we can't really do this. So let's just bring the drone down. The drones, you know, however high up in the air, mm-hmm. you know, 100 feet. Yeah, you know, I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Drone's like it's not coming down. And we're like, what do you mean it's not coming down? He's, like, it's not coming down. <laughs> like he's he's trying. He's you know he's yeah. pulling the stick down, but. It's, it's not it's gone. It's just hovering. Yeah. And we're like, well, that's strange. Yeah. Little did we know that, you know, the way we attached the light blocks the sensor mm. on the bottom. Yeah. And so this thing is basically the thing I can't go lower. Yeah. So it's just, it's like, hey, I'm just going to stay here. And now we're like, well, what do we do? Yeah. We can't get the drone down. And it's like the only option we have is to let the battery die. Yeah. So we just have, it's just sitting up there for a long time. You know, we're keeping an eye on everything. And the more we move, the faster the battery drains and stuff. And so we're at the bottom waiting for this drone to die and just fall out of the sky. In the middle of the night, Mm -hmm. mind you. You know, the only thing we can see is just the light that's attached to this thing. Yeah. So we have a general idea of where this is. And because we thought this was going to fall, me and Road Dog, we pulled a blanket. I think it was maybe his blanket. Maybe it was mine, actually. We pulled the blanket out, and we were, like, going to try to catch this thing in the blanket. Like, you know, you imagine, like, pe- like, I think, like, firemen do, yeah, people yeah, jumping yeah. out windows. Yeah. We got it h- held on every corner, like, stretching <laughs> it out. And, and Jordan's flying this thing to try to keep it around us, over us. Yeah. And it's just moving all over the place. And because of that, me and Road Dogger's running around like idiots with this blanket, like, over here. Oh, no, this way, this way, this way. In the middle of the night, in the middle of nowhere, me and Road are doing this. Yeah. You know, we, we can't even, like, look at the ground. We, it's dark. We don't know, like, what's on the ground. We could easily trip over something. Yeah. You know, we're running around, like, our camp, our cars and stuff to get in position where this drone is. And yeah. We're doing this for, like, 10 minutes.
1: Oh, my God. You know?
0: And eventually this drone just starts lowering and lowering because it's, like, losing battery. Yeah. And then we realize, like, okay, this thing's not just going to fall out of the sky. If yeah. it's it low enough, Jordan can get in and everything. Ah. But, like, that's... <laughs> Like, you had to be there. Yeah. To, like, really just see, like, to feel what it was like in that <laughs> moment. Like, how funny that would have
1: been. It would have been hysterical just to watch it. That's like, what, just that's what standard. I, standard. Mean, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, if somebody's watching you from the distance, what are these guys doing? Yeah. Like, no.
0: we were young. We we're like, oh, this way, this way. No, this way. No. Like, <laughs> like, it was just one of the funniest things that's ever happened. We've been out like yeah, that. That's hilarious. And again, to be able to share it with, like, those two guys, mm-hmm. like, good friends. Yeah. It's just so hard to beat something like that. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, I got good photos from that trip. But, like, again, when I think about that trip, I don't think about the photos. Mm-hmm. I don't even think about the rock. I think about those two guys and what we did and the fun we had. Yeah, yeah. And, like, that's what it's
1: about. Mm-hmm. So That's a good one.
0: Yeah. It's just, you know, it, it's, I think the whole thing about, you know, why we did this episode uh, is, like, you can come away from all these experiences with stories that are so much more meaningful to you than any photo you're ever going to take. Yeah,
1: absolutely, yeah. And
0: and then again, like, to share these with other people, you know, and, like, Jordan is a great example. I've done a number of things with Jordan. And, like, every time we're out with him, it's just like, dude, I love being out with you, dude. Yeah. Like, it's just always a good time. He's a good dude. And, like, you, you just get all these stories, these experiences, like, under your belt together mm-hmm. and like no words need to be said but you just know like you're bros yeah like you know we don't get to see jordan all that often because he lives an hour north of us yeah but like he's just a homie yeah he is and it's like he's he's a close friend of ours mm-hmm. and it, it's because of those moments that you get to share out in the road in the middle of nowhere trying yeah. to catch your drone from falling out of the yeah, sky exactly yeah
1: <laughs> it's, yeah it's yeah it's just fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, I'm trying to think, man. I think it's just, it's just a lot. I'm just trying to decide, you know. You, you want
0: to do one more each? <sighs> we're we're at like 30 minutes now, a little over yeah. 30 minutes. We can go one more each if you want. I kind of got two I want to talk about actually. Well, we can do another episode of this. Oh boy, let's cut into two episodes. Let's two? do one more each. Okay, let's. And do then it. we can do another episode
1: another time. Okay. Um, Ooh, you know what? I'm gonna throw a little curveball at you. Let's hear it and i'm not going to do what you think i'm going to do. Okay. Yeah. You're going to save that one for the next episode. I'm going to save that one for the That's next episode. That's a good idea. Yeah. So, here's the one that i i am wanting i'm really wanting to share. So, it's another trip with Bryce that happened this year.
0: Dude, Bryce is like your road duck.
1: He is. Yeah, he's he's my he's my buddy. He's my homie. Um so, this this trip is it, it's it's funny because it, it it's like a half failed trip. It's a half disaster and half, like, not disaster. Okay. Before we go any
0: further, as I don't want to make the story a disaster, Yeah, can I reset the camera? You can. Just, you know, that way we don't interrupt the story. Yes. So, go ahead.
1: So, half disaster, half not disaster. That's the perfect way to sum up this, this trip. So, back in September, beginning of September, Bryce Doherty comes back out and... I go pick him up from the airport, bring him back to the house and we are packing and we're ready to go to the Tetons and we're going to go spend a weekend up in the grand Teton national park. So we get all packed up. We hit the road and five hours later or so we show up in Tetons and we shoot that night. It's amazing. Sunset's awesome. Um, one of the coolest sunsets I've, you know, I've seen in a long time. Some of my favorite photos I got that night. Um, and it was just me and Bryce on this trip. Like it was just, just solo. We, we had intentions of meeting up with, with, uh, Taylor Dalton cause he was living up there at the time. And we did end up seeing him a couple times. Um, but we, ended, we didn't end up getting to shoot with him, unfortunately, but here's why. So <laughs> we, we, uh, we got done shooting and I, I think we were just so focused on getting up there and like and just shooting that we didn't really like we didn't really do much we, we thought we would just kind of wing it because that's I don't I think that's maybe just what I'm used to because like we we've been so good at doing that like in you know when we go to southern Utah just because we know the area so well, it's like ah, we, we can kind of put together a plan and you know at least I feel like I can, and you know I can get away with it, yeah, you got a little cocky for this one yeah, I did, yeah, and so we get up there and we realized that um, – so little backstory: When Bryce and I went to Oregon, we were – we just mostly stayed in motels. Not mostly. We, we just stayed in, like, really, really cheap motels, like $50, $60 a night motels. We just split it. Super easy. It's kind of – it's a little bit tricky to find, like, BLM camping spots in Oregon. They exist, but, like, we just – we were like, let's just make it easy and just get motels. Um, so we were, like – Kind of planning on just doing that up here. Like, I didn't have a working tent. It had broke like maybe three or four months earlier. And I just sleep in the back of my car. So it's like, I don't really have like a functioning tent. And then, you know, when Bryce didn't have like a lot of super warm stuff for spending the night up there and everything. And we got up there and we started like, all right, we're done shooting. Let's find a motel. There is not a single motel under like $300 a night. We're like, we're, we can't, we can't do that. You know, like, what are we going to do? We can't find anything. You could cuddle in the back of your car. We, we, yeah, we did kind of. We we're like, well, we could sleep here, you know, stay in the back seat, but we were planning on doing like the Delta Lake hike the next morning. We we're like, do we, do we go do that hike after sleeping in the front seats of my car? Like, I don't, like, are we, we're not going to get good sleep if we do that, you know, we, and it's also supposed to drop to like 30 degrees, and we're not totally prepared for that. So we were like, we don't know what the heck we're supposed to do. And it kind of ruined a good chunk of the trip because we had to end up driving, I don't know, maybe another an hour away to find a a cheaper hotel. It still wasn't like totally cheap, but it was it wasn't three hundred dollars a night, you know. And for some reason, we just didn't anticipate. And, you know, obviously we should have thought about this, but didn't anticipate the hotels in Jackson being so it ain't expensive. We, ex- we thought there would be cheap options like there are in Oregon or in southern Utah, but not in Jackson. So we ended up having to drive a bit, find a cheaper hotel, and then we got this hotel like 1130 at night. And we got to- we were just like, let's just – I don't think we're going to sh- you know really push Sunrise for Delta Lake because at that point, if we were going to do it, we were going to have to be up in like two or three hours to drive back out there. So we were like, let's – just we need to just – it's been a long day. We've been driving for like six and a half hours today. So let's just, let's just call it. Unfortunately, you know, I really wanted to do the Delta hike, the Delta Lake hike because you had just done it like recently and I was all pumped about it. I was like, this is gonna be super cool. Bryce was wanting to do it. We both were just, I think that's what we went to the Tetons to do was to do Delta Lake and it wasn't able to happen. We did end up, you know, we, we stayed the night at the hotel. We went back out to the Tetons the next day. We didn't make it for sunrise or anything. We just took it easy. And then we spent the whole day in the Tetons, which was super cool. You know, we went and hiked around Jenny Lake a little bit and saw the, you know, the main spots and we, we got to see, you know, the general full area of the park and it was super cool. Um, and then we shot sunset there and just hung out since it was, you know, as far as photos go, wasn't anything like super crazy. So we just kind of, I don't know, enjoyed ourselves, I guess. And then we decided to just drive back home for the next, you know, just make it back home so we didn't have to buy another hotel room. So we drove home that night from the Tetons, um, made it home at like 1.30, 2 in the morning. And then we woke up the next morning, I don't know, like 9.30, 10 o'clock. And we were like, we don't know what to do. Like, what are we going to do? Like, we, Bryce still has like two days here. Like, we don't want to just sit around. And Bryce was like, I really want to go back to Southern Utah. Because it had been about, I don't know, a year and a half, two years since Bryce had been on our first trip to Southern Utah. So he's like, I, I kind of want to go back. We were like, should we just go back? So we packed up and left for Southern Utah that same day. Like an hour later, we were back on the road. And, <laughs> um, you know, and then same thing, you know, we, we ended up bringing the tent just to see if we can make something work. It wasn't going to work. But luckily that night in Southern Utah, it was like, I don't know, a little bit warmer. It was like 45 degrees, 50 degrees, pretty mild conditions. Um, Full moon was out, so it was super bright. Um, We got down, you know, we shot a little bit before sunset. Um, Sunset was kind of a bust. It's no color in the sky. It's super cloudy. Um, But we got to our spot where we were camping and tried setting up the tent, and we're like, oh, crap. I don't know, like, what are we going to do? You know, like, tent's not working. And I was like, "Let's just sleep under the stars." Like that's fine. Like uh, that's easy. Bryce was like, "I'm not sleeping under the stars." I was like, dude, "Why?" It's it's not that big of a deal. He's like, "I've never done that before." He's like, "What if the mice get me?" Because there'd been a little mouse. We were shooting um, at this little overlook, and uh, there was this little like field mouse that was running up and just like he would run right up onto our feet, and like he would just sit and like stare at us. I don't. It was the weirdest experience I've ever had with a wild animal but i don't know maybe some people had fed up some food or something and he was like well oh, people food um and he so he was all nervous about the mouse but i think he called cecil i don't remember I mean, he had some weird name for it <laughs> and um anyway so i was like dude you trust me we'll be fine like i i've done i've slept under the stars a bunch it's totally clear night i mean i guess it wasn't totally clear at that point this there was still some clouds in the sky but like You could see everything that was going on because full moon, super bright, brightest full moon I've ever seen in my life. And he was like, all right, all right, I'll take your word on this, you know? And we set up sleeping bags and everything, lay down to go to bed. And I am like trying to go to sleep and I just hear him be like, dude, this is amazing. And like after all the lights had been shut off, I look over and he's, he's like laying on his back. I have a picture. I took a picture of him. And he's got his sleeping bag all wrapped around his head. And he's just, like, staring up at the sky, like, there's so many stars. He's like, I've never done this before. This is, this is insane. And it was, like, so cool watching him have this experience for the first time. Because I don't know if you've ever really, like, slept just out under the stars before. But no. it's, I've done it a billion times in my life. And it's, I, I kind of forget how cool that is um, to do for the first time. Like, it's, it's not something that's, like, super unique to me just because, I've done it a lot and I don't know. It was just, it was really cool just watching him. Like just like take this all in, have this new experience and stuff. And yeah, I don't know. It, it was, it was super cool. And I think that was one of his favorite parts of the trip, at least what he said, you know, like he was just in awe. He's like, this isn't like, I can see so much like, and everything's so bright. And, and the next morning he was like, that was amazing. He's like, I'm so glad we did that. You know, he, he was like, I hope we can do that again. So, That's, that's maybe, you know, and the next day we, we shot a bunch down there, went and saw a bunch of other cool things that he hadn't seen before. And, um, it's one of my favorite things is taking people around all these cool places down there that they've never seen before. Cause it just, you know, and Bryce has been there before, but like, there was still all these spots that he hadn't seen and he was just, he was just in heaven again, you know, for the second time, you know, he's from, uh, the the flatlands, the flatlands. Yeah. Illinois. Illinois. So like he. He's not out here. He's not seeing what Utah has to offer, offer that often. And, yeah, that's one of my favorite trips from the year. So we spent a lot of time in the car with Bryce. Yeah, so we, yeah. he's a good dude. He is, he, yeah. We so. had a lot of really, really good conversations, too. I mean, we probably spent a total of, like, 18 hours in the car together, just that trip, that weekend yeah. alone. Yeah. So, And that's not even, you know. And then there's
0: the— Yeah, because you went, like, five, six hours north, and then, guys, he came back, and then went, like— four or five hours south
1: yeah and then came back and came back up yeah exactly so i spent a lot of time in the car with bryce this year yeah this is like 15 hours out to oregon then all throughout oregon and yeah yeah. but anyways that's a that was one of my favorite trips of the year it was kind of kind of a disaster and kind of one of the coolest experiences too yeah so
0: i i remember all that when it was happening
1: yeah you were making so much fun of me about that tetons things i was
0: i was which is well deserved so yeah but, uh, so I got one more story, but just to be safe. I'm going to reset cameras again. Yeah. I think we're fine, but yeah. just to be safe, make sure we get to the end of the episode here. So with your story there, I'm going to now um, rub it in your face a little bit and talk about Delta Lake. because.
1: Well, I rubbed a beacal falls in your face, so honestly... It's only fair that we round fair. the episode out with this. Exactly. But... That
0: was just one of my favorite moments the whole year. And Mm -hmm. it's like, I mean, I didn't take like a ton of photos, you know, and and not much different photos. I got a couple, like maybe two or three different comps, but like Mm -hmm. not much. And they're basically the same photos it is. But being up there for sunrise was unreal. Yeah. And before, I guess, we get all the way up to the lake, let's start at camp. You know, me and my girlfriend woke up early. Um, We started driving to the trailhead at you know, we get up at 3 o'clock, and we're driving on the road. It's dark out, can't see anything. I have my ditch lights on mm-hmm. because it's dark. There's no one else around. I can do that. Mm-hmm. And um, I catch a little glimpse off on the right of my truck, you know, 30, 40 feet off the road. And I can kind of tell, oh, that's, there's an elk out there. I'll start slowing down a little bit just to be safe. Mm-hmm. And I kid you not, basically right after I had that thought in my head, a massive bull elk jumps out in front of me. (laughs) And this thing, huge rack. Yeah. I mean, this thing's massive. And he jumps out in front of me. And In my head, I'm like, well, this is going to be fun. Yeah. Right? So naturally, I start braking. And again, thankfully, there's no one else on the road because it was 3 o'clock in the morning. And I can kind of swerve over into the other lane a little bit to help Mm -hmm. avoid the elk because he's coming this way and so i swerve and as i'm getting over he's got a little more time to like rethink this idea of crossing the road yeah and so he can kind of like stop himself and and turn which is what he did i came within three feet of hitting that thing
1: no it's like nope
0: that would have been a bummer yeah so that's how i started my morning
1: a little adrenaline adrenaline yeah i was awake after
0: that yeah so then we get to the trailhead. We we met Scott Osborne and Courtney Hasseltine, mm-hmm. um, two great friends of ours, um, at the trailhead, and we did the hike together, up in the dark. We get to the top, of the lake, and everything, but right before sunset, like five ten minutes before the sun had like truly come up. That's mm-hmm. sunrise, not sunset. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so you know I'm just setting up my camera in the spot, and the sun comes up, and hits the grand teton Mm -hmm. and you get the most incredible alpenglow i've ever seen Mm -hmm. i mean up until that moment i had never really like cared for the alpenglow Mm -hmm. but like being up there with just the pristine still blue lake with the grand teton lit up red it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Yeah. And like that's my that's one of my favorite hikes I've ever done. And it's just like I can I can relive that entire moment and see it in my head. And it's just it's something that never gets old. And just to to be up there that morning in that scene, like that's that's something I would never trade. Yeah. Like nothing could get me to, you know give that up Mm -hmm. and i'm so happy we did that so grateful for that that we and that i gotta spend it with good people like that's a bonus yeah i mean there's just there's so many things like that you know for me that's just one of the ones that sticks out the most Mm -hmm. because every sunrise is worth it but like that one in particular that location tetons are very near and dear to me yeah you know they're not my number one park; they're my number two but like it, it, it's a special place in my heart for the Tetons and to be like there in that moment was was truly special and it's like you know I wish everyone could do that yeah and see that Um, and so it's just it's that kind of moment it's, it's what you get when you do this yeah you know when you're into this ph- ph- photography thing you're out hiking you know at 4am yeah trying to beat sunrise Yeah. Up, and yeah. it's like you know you get rewarded in ways like that. Yeah. And it's just, it's a special thing. And that's this episode's talking about special moments like that. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's with people or in cool places, it doesn't matter. Like when you pursue these types of things, you just get some of the most incredible experiences you could, I mean, maybe not even have imagined. Yeah. Cause three years ago, I never would have thought I'd be doing any of this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was a volleyball coach. Like, life was so different. Yeah. (laughs) And here I am, I'm like, yep, I'm getting up at 3 a.m. to go hike up a mountain. Yeah. To beat the sun. Yep. Like, what? Yep. You know, it's just, it's special. And it's fun to be able to share stories like this on the podcast, you know. We'll put this out. Anyone could listen to this, watch this video, you know, a year, two years from now, however long we keep it up. Like, it's out there. Yeah. And, like you can kind of come along in a lot of these experiences with us. Mm-hmm. So it's fun to do an episode like this,
1: it is, yeah. and yeah, and that's you know, just to kind of kind of wrap it up a little bit. That's one of my favorite reasons that i or that uh, that's one of the reasons that i that I just love photography. It's one of my favorite things about it is it just it gives me an excuse, and it gives me a good reason to get up and experience a lot of these moments, you know, meet cool people. Watch the sunrise. I mean, I haven't seen the sunrise on, like, on the Grand Teton, unfortunately, because of bad planning. But poor planning. Poor planning, but I've, I've seen it rise in a lot of other places, you know, and places that are that are really awesome as well. And it's, I don't know, they're, they're, words can't totally explain it, you know? No. I, Abiqua Falls, you can't really explain, like, the, the, that on the Grand Teton at Delta Lake. Like, it's just, yeah, you, you have to be there to experience it.
0: You You literally have moments where, like, no words would do it justice yeah like you're you're speechless yep and it's you know we're blessed to have that happen to us yeah and it's it's incredible you know and sunrises are amazing and sunsets are just as good and yep you know every every day there's a sunset and it's you have a chance to go out and see it yeah and it's like may as well
1: yeah I also so, love and this is just one other little point but I also love that you know, it. I appreciate a lot of little things more, like sunsets and sunrises. You know, because of getting into photography and all this stuff, 100%. than maybe than maybe I used to. You know, I've always appreciated like good sunsets and good sunrises, but like, I don't know. Like, I I notice every single one now. Every single day, I think about the sunrise and the sunset. Literally every single day of my life. Yeah, they're like
0: important moments for you in the day.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they are, you know, and I I used to not really think about it, you know, and there's a lot of people who just, they ignore it, they don't care. Actually, I was thinking about this the other day, I was driving home from work, and I was driving by Salt Lake City, it was cloudy, it was raining, snowing, and the sky opened up, and I don't know, it was like the freaking hand of God reached out from the clouds, and it was on fire, and I was like, what is happening, you know, this red glow came out of the corner of my eye, and I was like, this is insane, like, this is one of the craziest sunsets I've seen, in months. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is, this is incredible. And then I'm looking around on the freeway and the freeway is packed with people, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people driving on the freeway. And I started thinking to myself, how many other people are really appreciating, appreciating this like I am. And I don't know, maybe everybody was, I don't know, but there's a chance that maybe not everybody was. Maybe most people were, you know, driving home from their hard day of work and they were just like, I just want to get home, you know, and they don't think twice about this insane thing that's happening just to the West of them. So I don't know. I'm just, all this stuff has just made me so grateful for all those, all those little things like that. So,
0: yeah, you know, you learn to appreciate all the small things. Yep. And you know, we at Bushwhackers have learned to appreciate you. And if you appreciate us and this video, Make sure you subscribe to our channel. That was smooth. I, I'm getting the hang of this. <laughs> You're getting good at that. Yeah. But make sure you subscribe to our channel. You know, we got tons of content we want to try and get out to you guys. You know, we do our best to stay on top of this and keep producing. Um but we we would appreciate it if you could do that for us cuz it helps us out, you know? Pumps us up a little bit and, and and helps our content grow and our channel grow and you know, we get to meet new people and and find new ideas to talk about. So Please do that like the video leave a comment you know if you liked our stories if you got a comment especially anyone that we mentioned in this video
1: which is a lot of people L- yeah.
0: leave leave your version of the story yeah. in the comments we love to hear that you yeah. know cuz you know, we we see it a certain way and we have our own kind of memory of it but you guys have it different like Cody I want to hear your version of the the murder photo yeah like please let's hear that yeah <laughs> I did too but like you know it's it's fun, and if you're one of these people who only likes to listen to audio and no video, we're on all major podcasting platforms as well. So mm-hmm. please go check us out there too. But um, I think we're going to leave you there. You know, we told some good stories today. We'll do another one of these because we have just tons of these stories. Yeah, but uh, bushwhacker story time. Yeah, bushwhacker story time. Mm-hmm. So, alrighty, everyone, we'll uh, we'll catch you later. Have a good one. Bye.